When I tell people that I study theology, I usually get some weird looks. It's one of those subjects that not a lot of people know how to engage. Uh, but there are, there are some people and, and other people that have done some theological study that like to talk about it. But when I tell people that I study church history, I usually clear the room. It's just a subject, even within theological studies, that people are a little weary of or just don't know what to do with. For whatever reason, among all the theological disciplines, scriptural studies, systematic theology, practical theology, preaching, those sort of things, church history has kind of been the one that people aren't quite sure what it's doing there. Uh, that, that it doesn't have a practical place in ministry or in a life of discipleship. And I actually think that's really unfortunate because I think church history, when studied well and for the right purposes, uh, can be as practical a discipline and as needed a discipline in a life of discipleship and in the shaping of pastors in our churches as any of the other ones. And so I want to briefly today give three reasons um, why I think a, a good knowledge of church history is crucial as we think about growing in our lives um, of faith and in, in shaping our pastors and ultimately the people of the church. Uh, number one, I think that um, knowing church history is, is good because we need to know why we believe what we believe. When we don't understand the historic reasons for why some of our uh, creedal beliefs that we affirm in church came about, we're actually held captive to those beliefs. We don't have the ability to engage them. We're, we sort of just believe them because we're told this is what Christians believe. Now you might say, well, I know scripture. I know the beliefs that are in scripture. And that's, that's true. That's where these start, absolutely. But when you think about doctrines such as, for example, the Trinity, I can't go to a particular verse and say, here's where the Trinity is revealed. Now, does that mean the Trinity is not a revealed doctrine? Absolutely not. It completely is. But the way I like to put it is the Trinitarian roots that are in Scripture took several centuries to actually develop to, to form into a fully articulated uh, doctrine of the Trinity in the fourth century. Knowing church history and knowing the writings of those, uh, those people that developed those doctrines helps us to be confident in this, this doctrine as a revealed truth and to know the reasons why we affirm it every Sunday and in our prayers. And there are many such doctrines like that. Second reason that I think a good knowledge of church history is important it trains us to be better readers of Scripture. Now, Scripture is a difficult doc document to read. Anyone who's tried to read a Revelation or Ecclesiastes or any of the, the books knows this. And there are, there are different techniques that we can learn um, to read Scripture well. One of those, uh, one of the more important, I think, is to read the great exegetes of early church history and the different ways that they read Scripture. because. Their methods, they probably wouldn't have called this, them this, but their methods of reading are so rich 
and, and often confront us as, as somewhat foreign because of the different connections they make in Scripture. They felt the, the book of Scripture was one document written by one person, ultimately the Spirit. And so they could find these interesting connections that opened up whole new levels of meaning that I think we often miss in, in the ways that we read Scripture in our current churches. To give you one example, there's a figure named Irenaeus at the end of the second century, one of my favorites. He reads the story of Moses in, uh, in Exodus where he's on the mountain and um, he asks uh, God to show him his glory and God says, I'm, I'm going to let my glory pass by you. In effect, God says, I will not show you the fullness of my glory, only my backside. And then Irenaeus sees Moses on the Mount of Transfiguration talking with Jesus face to face and he says this is one of the signs that Jesus is the fulfillment of the promises that Moses was waiting for and that all of the Old Testament saints were waiting for. That is such a, a, a wonderful connection of two texts that I would never have put together in the ways that I was trained to read scripture. But reading how these fathers and mothers of the church read scripture in these ways has trained me to, to read scripture in a different way and, and I would say a, a, a fuller way. And finally, uh, the third reason I want to say why it's important to have a good knowledge of church history is that it breaks us out of what are often our ethnocentric and um, provincial understandings of the church and the kingdom of God. It's just the case, uh, particularly in our country, America, that we tend to go to church with people who look a lot like us. They're our same race, they're our same age often now. And in doing that week after week, we can come to have our, our understandings of the church shaped to think that this is what the church and the kingdom of God is, people that look exactly like me. Well, thank God that is not the reality. Uh, God's kingdom and God's church is actually a, a wonderful variety of cultures and languages and races and colors, and, and, and that is the beauty of God's kingdom, the foretaste of which is the church. When we read in church history, we can read about all of the different where, places that the church has thrived over the years and all of the different um, men and women who have written and, and have added to this story, the great cloud of witnesses. And we can count ourselves as part of that, as adding to that legacy. And it just opens our minds up and our hearts up to, to the wonderful breadth and depth of God's church and God's kingdom. So I encourage you, uh, as you are doing uh, your scripture reading and your theological uh, study and, and however you are engaging your faith, to, to make some room for a study of church history and a reading uh, of some figures um, you know, that, that date back a little beyond what we normally do. I think you'll find it to be enriching to your life of discipleship.